Hello and welcome to the inaugural episode of Pump the Brakes, an analysis podcast about all things Formula One. I'm Ted Wanjavis and I'm here with my co-host, Jester Wanjavis. Jester, welcome to the Russian weekend. How you going, mate? Yep, pretty good. All right, so Russia, the, the Sotky track, obviously home to the 2014 Winter Olympics, uh, designed by Herman Tilke, or Tilke, um, who is the same person who's designed quite a few tracks, including Abu Dhabi. Uh, and the big thing about him is that he, a lot of his tracks, and including Sochi, is a little bit difficult to overtake on. Doesn't often make for the best racing. But one thing you definitely can't say, Jester, is that qualifying is boring on, on his tracks. It's a very complicated track for the drivers, and they, as we saw, it yeah. uh, makes for good qualifying. Yeah, any track that um, any track that makes Lewis Hamilton lock up, pretty good track in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's, uh, a lot of medium corners, slow corners, got a lot of different aspects of it. It's the third longest track I think we saw as well. So, uh, but anyway, enough enough of those stats. Um, last year, well, the the big thing here was Bottas won his first uh, race here. Um, yep. He's often he's often quite good here. And importantly, um, the last time he won here, he won from third, which is. Are you predicting that victory for Bottas again? Uh. I don't think I'll go that far, Ted. But, uh, no. Well, you can only hope, can't you? That's yeah. Going to be. And obviously, also this race, North Hamilton could equal Michael Schumacher's record of 91 Grand Prix wins. Yep. Um, I'm sure the, the odds are very uh, high for that. Yep. Uh, high chance. But anyway, on to qualifying yesterday. Um, the major action happened in Q2, starting off with Hamilton's lap deletion uh, for exceeding track limits at, at uh, Turn 2, I think it was. Um, we didn't really think much about the time, but it, it came to be, you know, to maybe throw a bit of a curveball uh, in proceedings after Vettel's crash, and yeah. only being about one minute forty, I think, or something, for them to do their outlap to go across. And Hamilton possibly finished P P fifteen, and it'd take us yeah. take us through what happened there. Hamilton doing some interesting interesting tactics. Yeah, Bono really came up clutch. Yeah, he did. Do you reckon it was luck? That uh, he got over the line, or was it him just perfectly downing them? Oh, it depends who you ask. <laughs> ask anyone, luck. Ask Hamilton. Yeah, skill. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I think um, Bonner's uh, you know, exasperation there shows that <laughs> might not have been so flamed. But uh, yeah, the other big big story, I guess, was Ricardo's speed. He was we were we were really hoping there <laughs> yesterday. He was P one in Q two. Um, would have ended Q P three if he had been able to use that Q two time, obviously. Ended up being P5. Um, so, yeah, still a pretty good performance for him. We'll be, we'll be seeing a shui. Hopefully. Well, yeah, yeah. It's, a bit, it's a bit hard to overtake on this track. So it'll, be, it'll be a good race. It'll be, uh, unless we have uh, some huge drama on it before, which you can never you never say it's not a possibility in this year. But, uh, anyway, on to the grid rundown. So, Chester, take us through from P1, the man himself. Oh, well, Hamilton. Bit of a formality, really, yeah. Yep. Got his popped his 96th pole. In uh, in Q2, he almost couldn't get a time lap through because he got his lap deleted. Yeah. But uh, the rest of everything else is pretty normal. Yeah. But but as I said, came up clutch, getting him in there. But uh, yeah. starting P1, it is on the dirty side of the track, but uh, reckon it's still going to be a pretty normal stuff in the race. Yeah, he'll be right, I think. Yeah, it was interesting. I heard him interviewed after. Um, on the in Park Bremay yesterday, um, and he said he wouldn't be surprised if he was overtaken on the first lap. So uh, yeah, I don't, well, I don't know if that's getting the just... slipstream in there from third. 
Yeah, it'll be interesting. As, as I say, we can only hope. We can only hope. But, um, all right, well, then obviously P2, probably the big, I wouldn't say surprise, but a bit of excitement was Verstappen um, getting over Bottas. And it was quite interesting because he, he struggled, and both Red Bulls struggled with understeer a lot throughout all the practices, and they weren't really looking that good. Basically, Verstappen had one good lap in the whole in the whole weekend so far, and that was an extremely good lap where he pretty close to Hamilton really and it comes to the head of Bottas as well um, and then yeah with his teammate he's 1.8 seconds in front of Albon um, and sadly for Albon uh, he said that he had a pretty good lap like he raced you know almost as good as he could and he's still 1.8 seconds behind so I think that more just yeah. shows the calibre of the staff and very difficult car they have with Red Bull like you see the people who have, have failed with that, um, yep. with Kvyat and that, and, uh, but he, he makes it work, doesn't he? And I, I think he'll get a second. Uh, unless Bottas plays out of his skin, we haven't seen much this year. I think he'll hold that. Yeah, I, I, I have to agree, unless something goes drastically wrong. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All right, on to P3. So, man himself again. Round three, Bottas. Yeah. It was fastest in Q1. And still was faster than Hamilton in Q2 after after being pretty good in the practices, but uh, he couldn't he couldn't take that pace through into into Q3. He was he finished third, six and was six tenths slower than Hamilton, and and did quite a lot worse than he was in, in the Tuscan Grand Prix. He also had a few um, problems with his tyres, as we heard over Team Radio. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just a bit similar to. Really, isn't it? Like he didn't really do too much wrong. But he's just faster. Oh, yeah, Hamilton just yeah, really. Yeah, bring back Nico Rosberg. Or <laughs> anyway, under um, P4 and Sergio Perez, which don't really want to speak about him. I wish we were saying Daniel Ricciardo, right? <laughs> but um, you know, he it was he was four tenths behind Bottas, so there's still a little bit, a little bit of space there. But um, and uh, it, but he was a whole second faster than Stroll, but we all know that. Obviously, might not have been quite worth. I think it's a big weekend for him. Obviously, um, I think he is proving his worth a bit to, to his te- you know potential teams that he could go into. Um, and yeah, just a solid performance by him. Um, improved. He was seven tenths better than in Q2, so he might have got a lucky slipstream or something there, you know. Because you know, it, but it was a good performance. And but in the race, I, I'm predicting him to have to, to Ricardo to get ahead of him. I might be just hoping. Yeah, I, I hope. That's I reckon right. he'll get Ricardo will get a hit on the, on the top lap uh, in the first um, on the first lap, probably maybe in the first straight. Yep. Yeah. So um, yeah. Anyway, who's next? Daniel Ricardo. Yeah. Cool. As we all know, it was quickest in uh, in, in Q two, and would have gained a position up into Q uh, up into P E four if uh, if his Q two time was used. He ended up fifth, but. Uh, Altogether, he, he he drove pretty well. I think he had he had quite a bit of pace, and I think I reckon he's a chance in the race to, to gain a few positions. Mm. He ended up three tenths in front of his teammate and off on tenths. Yeah, the best of man. Just practically the world. Him and him and Grosjean, the only two people able to do that. At least but, it wasn't under safety. Anyway, yeah, we're really hoping for Ricardo. He's having a great season, really. um, and you know. As, as I've always kind of been thinking, with Renault obviously a, a constructor, well, sorry, not a constructor, like making their own engines and everything, 
2022, when the new rules come on, they might be a little bit better. And even this season, they're showing signs. Their pace is improving. So I just hope that Ricardo doesn't come to regret the fact he's leaving next year. But uh, anyway, that remains to be seen. Um, Carlos Sainz was next to, you know, for the last few races, just been consistently good, getting, getting, being better than Norris after a bad start to the year. Um, and again, same as at Mugello, the McLaren car wasn't looking that good. It was it was behind the Renaults and the racing points for a lot of the um, a lot of the weekend. But yeah, Sainz just gets the job done. Three tenths in front of Norris, um, and uh, I've got something here. But uh, uh, no, no, no. oh right, yeah. Well, <laughs> my prediction in the race is just the kind of year for Sainz that nothing's going right in the races for him really. Um, and I think you'll have some sort of pit problem, drop behind lots of people um, while pitting, and not, and then won't be able to overtake. You watch. He's, uh, it's just that kind of year for Norris. It's not. Yeah, he hasn't had. He's had a bit of an unlucky yeah, year. Yeah. He, he's doing everything Dallas. he can. Yeah, but uh, yeah, after Ferrari next year, could get even worse. Anyway, next one. So now, Esteban, Ted's Ted's man, oh, Esteban yep, yeah. He's, as I said before, he's three tenths behind his teammate Daniel Ricciardo. Uh, he was fourth in Q1, but uh, couldn't take that pace all the way through to Q3. He's, he's got some pretty good pace, I think, but he, he just needs to put it all together and put in some good laps. Mm. Yeah, yeah, uh, I, would, I would mostly agree with that. He's shown signs, but yeah, just hasn't quite been out of the but yeah, I think that's his point. Yeah. Anyway, Norris was next. Um, he improved in every qualifying. Meme Lord. <laughs> Meme Lord himself, yes, that's right. He might have... Uh, might have had a few wasps, I think, that he was yeah. trying to catch. Because, uh, you know, he, he couldn't quite get to science. But, you know, it's another consistent effort. The McLarens have been pretty good this year. And, again, they they struggled, as I said. But they're both... They've got a good organisation because they... And great drivers. Because they, they always just... They never drop terribly. Like, you sometimes see Renault, if it's not their day, they have a horrible race. They never have a bad qualifying um, McLaren. But there was one thing, actually. Norris, he had a different uh, wing. Uh, yeah, a different wing on new wing that was supposed to be better but he was actually slower through the whole weekend than he signed with the old wing so yeah probably not what we want to be seeing at McLaren but uh, anyway yep next one now Pierre Gasly the big man himself <laughs> oh, yes. two tenths yes. ended up two tenths faster than the big Russian Daniel Kvyat uh, obviously that's Daniel Kvyat's Q2 time because didn't um, he's yeah, he's he's not he's not going too bad. I think he he's in the chance to gain maybe a few positions. Don't think he'll drop any positions. But, uh, Head of Albon, so it's been yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And that's the next one, Albon. Um, as we said, one point eight behind Verstappen. Pointing there. Um, he struggled all weekend with with the Red Bull car. It's difficult to drive, especially he kept going out up on the curbs on the sausage curbs there. Um, but he does have very good race pace and race awareness. He's, you know, as we saw last week, you doing some good overtakes and Ricardo especially. It's going to be an interesting battle with Gasly, um, yep. the, the Red Bull battle. Um, yeah, I'll be interesting to see how that one plays out. They're, they're both very good races. Um, probably, probably the the race of the day, I reckon it will be. Yep. Yeah. All right now, Charles Leclerc. Uh, four tenths faster than uh, than his teammate Sebastian Vettel. Yep. Very but, good uh, crash. Yeah, Vettel did crash, so I'm not sure how much you take that into account. But uh, he Leclerc couldn't get into Q3. Um, he came 11th though, so he does have his free. He does have a free choice of tyres for the race. 
So he could he could um could have an alright race. I don't I don't see him making it into something. But uh yeah, not too bad overall yeah. for Charles. Yeah, it was interesting. I was reading one thing actually, Leclerc was a little bit angry at, at the Ferrari pit because on that after Vettel's uh, after Vettel's crash they they didn't come around and they were turning him to push, push, push. But he ended up going over the line eight seconds beforehand and was in all this, mm. this yep. traffic. So he thought that he could have done better. So really, if he thinks he can do better than 11, that's not, not the worst performance there. Um, and yeah, again, consistently performing better. Yeah, he's a good driver. Yep. Uh, yeah, Kvyat um, was 12th in his home race. Only two tenths behind Gasly. And he's, you know, he hasn't been far behind Gasly this whole season. Um, and he's never had a bad race day either, really. Um, he's just never had a great race day either. So maybe at his home race, uh, he could. I'm actually predicting that he's going to try a bit hard and crash. Yeah. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have to see. Um, yeah, and again, the Alpha Towers did look a bit tricky um, all weekend as well. They kept um, oversteering, understeering, sorry, and their, their backs kept flicking out. Um, and he did spin, he did spin in P1. Yeah, so. yeah that's right. Yeah, so. Had a few issues all weekend, long really, but um, yeah, um, yeah. Well, we'll just have to say he's not really good or bad. He's just kind of middling, yeah, to middling. Yep. So, hey, driver himself, son of a gun, that's dropped. As we all know, an overheating issue made him have to pull out in Q2, so he couldn't make it through the Q3. I think he would have, mm. personally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was. He was seven tenths slower than Perez, but as I said, he yeah couldn't set really a time much about that. So yeah, still don't exactly know what exa- what exactly happened there. No, but it was some sort of overheating issues. Yeah, I, I think they said that they were trying to predict when the green light would go on to restart, and they just got it wrong. I think. Yeah. Anyway, Russell uh, was next. He was oh, the Chester, Mr. Saturday. There we go. He was just drinking a glass of water there, so. <laughs> He forgot his favourite line. But, um, yeah, Mr. Saturday, he is incredibly good at qualifying. Um, I don't think this one quite topped last week where he basically went off okay. the track and okay. still, still got a lot faster. But he was 1.5 seconds ahead of the Tiffany, mind you. Um, and he looked very confident um, in on, on a tough track. Uh, and even in Sector 3, um, he had a lot of pace there and was looking really confident there. So that shows great tyre management. Um, and yeah, we just we all know how good a driver he is. A chance yeah. of points, probably not. Maybe, hopefully, on but, a tough uh, track. But might be, you know, you know, he's had a, he's another one. He's a bit like science. He's just had some tough yeah. race days. Being cool. close to close mm. to um, yeah, making a top ten better. Yeah. Okay. So now Sebastian Vettel. Oh yeah. Well, what can you say? Vettel? He was looking better this week. Yeah, not too bad before the crash. Mm. Obviously, he ended up four tenths slower than Leclerc, but he did crash. So. But it caused the red flag and all the drama with Hamilton. Yeah, better if you had have crashed about a minute later. Yep. How good would that have been? Maybe no. Maybe no. Hamilton, can you imagine? <laughs> at least, at the very least, we would have seen him come through the pack. Yeah, he would have, would have yeah. tested out the Mercedes, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Okay, uh, next 16th was Grosjean. Um, well, Grosjean. Uh, yeah, well, he got very angry at his engineer in FP3 just saying the car was just not good enough. Um, but they changed something, and they did a lot better. Uh, almost got out of Q1. Um, and uh, he he was happy at the end as well, big, big Roman. He, he said, it's a lot better. We're doing good here. We can 
Have a good weekend. So it's always good to see the big man happy. Just have to hope he doesn't crash. Yeah. Hope there's no safety cars. Yeah. I know they're his arch nemesis. He's had a few crashes here before on turn three in particular. Um, so yeah, you never know. And obviously Magneton and Grosjean both you know, fighting for their positions. Perez possibly taking mass, so it's going to be a bit more on the line there. Um, wouldn't be surprised if I see a crash. Okay, so Javanazzi. Yep, Tony Javanazzi. Not much to say about him. Seven tenths faster than Raikkonen, but uh, yeah, I didn't think he had a bad. Don't think it was too bad. Obviously, it wasn't good. Otherwise, he wouldn't have came seventeenth. But uh, yeah, yeah. Was, I was just saying with he's, Antonio. He's, he's picked up a position every Grand Prix. Yep. Only driver to do that. So. Uh, he could do it again. He's got who's he got? Grosjean in front of him. Yeah, so, so yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past him. That's for sure. Yeah. All right, now the Hash driver in Magnussen is next. Um, who's slower than Grosjean again in qualifying? It's becoming a bit of a pattern this season. For a the driver that you know most people would probably say is the superior driver, he really hasn't staked his claim this season, and mm-hmm. you know you wouldn't really be able to Came say a bit of a Viking. He's been unlucky though. He has been unlucky. Yeah. He's had some times. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But so. you wouldn't really be able to definitively say which one you would rather keep at this moment. So that's it's not good for Missy really. No. Um the TV next. TV, the uh big Safina. <laughs> Safina baby. Uh one point five seconds slower than Big George, Mr. Saturday. So yeah, obviously he didn't have the greatest qualifying old Nicholas. No, uh, going for nineteenth, it's gonna be tough. Yeah. But not as tough as Raikkonen who all weekend long was very aggressive with the car. Big crofty every time he came out. So, oh, very aggressive here. But um, maybe too aggressive because he spun out in uh, corner two and, and that was it. P20. What more can you say? The flying thing. He's going to have some issues. Anyway, okay, we move on now to our signature segment here on this podcast called Pump the Brakes. Um... So Chester, oh, so basically what happens here is we each choose something that we think has been getting overhyped um, to do with Formula One in the, in the past couple of weeks, and just tell people just to, to calm down, set all your horses. Um, don't think that's quite hold your horses, mate. hold yeah, your horses. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so Chester, what's yours? So mine is Fernando Alonso's chances next year. Oh I mean, no, he could he could go all right. I'm not saying he'll come last or anything. He'll I reckon he'll he'll have some good races, have some bad races, but. He won't, he won't be overall bad, but he's 39. So, yeah, I don't, he'll be in F1 for, at most, in my opinion, two years, two more years, until, just waiting until big Oscar, my favourite, Oscar Piastri, mm. is ready to come in and take his place, so. Yeah, it's an interesting decision by Renault, I guess, but, um, yeah, well, as we say, only time will tell, no one really knows how good he is, and I, I think you're probably right, though, that it is a bit of a placeholder in 2021 going through to New rules in 2022. I, I yeah. do doubt he's going to be there. Um, my one's on a kind of a similar vein, um, really aimed at Crofty again, um, and it's on Raikkonen leaving F1. I say pump the brakes that he's going to leave. He is still looking confident. He's still looking like he's got the fire in the belly. Last week, obviously, got points for the first time, and also got into Q2 last week too. And he's still a very good driver. Yeah, he's still he's one he's of still the best good. drivers yeah. on the grid, really. Sure. Um, I think it'll still be there with someone like Mick Schumacher or someone. Its experience is now equal with Rubens Barrichello for the yep. most race starts. That experience, uh, you can't count for that. So if he wants to do it, I think he's got to go. So, Crofty, pull your head in, mate. 
Okay, um, now we move on to another segment now. Jess is going to take us to this one. It's called Everything, Something or Nothing at All. Um, so, so basically, we've just got a few questions about the situation, what's going on. Um, and then I'm going to try and say if it means everything, something or nothing at all. So, first one, number one. Everything, nothing or uh, everything, something or nothing at all. Perez not having a seat next year. Well, I think it actually tells you something, but it doesn't tell you that he's not as good a driver and that people don't want him. I think it tells you that more people do want him. Um, I, there's been some talk that even Red Bull, there's you know his his uh, person been talking to people at Red Bull about maybe getting a seat there. People know how good a driver he is, and um, yeah, I think. It shows that, that, you know, everyone, a lot of people just thought that he was just a Hass, or Hass, yeah, Hass or something. Um, but, right. yeah, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of interest there, and it'd be interesting to see what happens. Yep, I agree. So, everything, something, or nothing at all. Albon still being behind Verstappen. Well, it does, it tells you something. Um, it tells you that Verstappen is an incredibly good driver. Um... But I don't think you can say that Albon is terrible. Um, just like that. Um, and, you know, something that someone was saying the other day, which I did find quite true, is that he, you can tell even after he got the podium last week, he's got this whole kit on side. He's got his whole crew yeah. on side. Nicest guy in F1, this Yeah, he's working with his team well. And that was the, something that Gasly wasn't able to do there. So, um, yeah, really... It's just more of a stepping good than Albon bad. I would agree with that. Okay, the last one. Last, third and final one. Uh, Ferrari man being appointed. Stefano Domenicali. <laughs> yes. Uh, everything, something or nothing at all as the being appointed as the CEO of F1. Yeah, well, now I just realised just as you were reading that, that we've got them all here in the same category here. We're, we're good if we had a bit more variety. But I'm going to say... In between something and everything just yet um because you know before this i'm not sure which bloke they had oh he's still staying on as something else isn't he but i think the fact that they're having ferrari you know the oldest team an actual racing team that you know has a huge amount of support across italy not just as a car but as a driving company it shows a pivot towards having ensuring that formula one is a good sport not just a vehicle for the, the car companies to, to advertise basically. I think yeah, I think that's a good sign and I really do hope that we see some things, you know, see some salary cap type things, see some, you know, lower downforce like this. There's a lot of thinking about uh, twenty twenty two. Um and I, I hope it all comes true. Okay, well that's that segment done tonight. So now we move on to our race predictions. Um just a just a big snap prediction. What is it? Um don't really have a massive prediction. I think, well, I'm hoping for Shui from oh. Big Danny Rick. Yes. I think Stroll will gain, will come in the top 10. Big yes. legs. Gain a couple of positions. Um, I don't know if Ocon will be the man to drop out. Um, maybe, maybe Gasly too. But uh, yeah, not, not, not too big a prediction. But yeah. Um, I'm going to say that Bottas will not finish in the top three. Um, and we'll see quite a few crashes. Yeah. I won't go quite so far to say that we'll see a red flag. <laughs> and you can hope for three. How about a crash after the red flag? <laughs> well, yes. 
don't think we can hope quite for that much. But in that kind of season, where there's there's some definitely some interesting things happening. Um, so looking forward to a good race. All right, well, that's all from us here this week. Uh, thank you for tuning in to our inaugural podcast. Uh, we'll be doing another one probably tomorrow sometime after the race, um, rehashing it, working out what happened, talking about the next race. But um, to all of you out there, uh, have a good have a good uh, watch of the race. And um, that's all from us. Goodbye, Chester. Yeah, I know.